by making that making that mistake you learn from it and then you move forward and then next time something like that comes around you just don't make the same mistake twice you know Welcome to the Take the Plunge podcast. My name is Kirsty. I'll be your host today. So on today's episode, we have Connor. He is a songwriter and a multi-instrumentalist. He writes for a band called Wild Youth. Um, they have multiple top 10 hits radio and top five album charts. They have wowed crowds across the world in their barnstorming live performances on sellout tours at some of the best festival crowds. They've played shows alongside Memphis and Sons, The Script, and Al Horan, to name a few. So how are you? Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. No worries. Anytime. How how's lockdown? Well, lockdown number two. How's everything been? Everything is okay. Um, I actually had the coronavirus. Oh really? I got, yeah, I got it. Um, like three, four weeks ago. So yeah, there was a lot of staying at home and kind of going out of my mind. But uh, yeah, it was okay. And now I'm I'm okay again. It's gone. Okay, had it. Good. I'm back to uh, I'm back to life. It's alive, brilliant. Well, uh, glad that you don't have it anymore. Nice. <laughs> so basically, just obviously, um, you're a musician. Let's just go way back to the start. So when did you start doing music and writing? Um, I think when I was younger. I remember my brothers are all much older than me. And one of them was in uh, college, I think, and I went down to visit him when I was like super, super young. I remember seeing one of his housemates playing the guitar, and I was like, that's so cool. So he started like teaching me guitar kind of briefly when I was down there. So yeah, like a long time ago, but only kind of properly. I think you go through stages where it's like all your friends are probably playing sports and it's not the coolest thing in the world to be playing music. So you, you go through stages where you play and then you stop playing, but then you realize that it actually is kind of cool to play music. So you then get back to it. So yeah, in a roundabout way of answering your question, probably really seriously like writing songs about 15 maybe. Oh really? So you'd definitely been writing for a long time then to where yeah. you are now so have um have you always been creating music with wild youth or did you do individual stuff before um you became part of a band yeah i um i i was in obviously kind of younger bands growing up and i used to write with that and then i used to write kind of did some work with some people had some kind of cuts on some albums and then wanted to set up my own band and that was wild youth so did you put that together yourself or was it just like a group of friends and you decided to come together? Or it was what? me and Dave. Me and Dave have been friends uh, for years, years and years. And it was kind of a thing where we used to always play together. And anytime we kind of like even at a friend's charity nights or something, we would get up and play songs. We used to always kind of get traction from people, but we never kind of took it seriously. And then one night I remember we just met and we kind of, we were talking about it. And we thought we'd just give it a shot and, yeah i was like it was more a thing of i think i wanted to write songs i just wanted him to sing them because he had such a great voice but then it, we kind of came around to just being like we wouldn't do it without each other so yeah we ended up doing it together and then we obviously met callum and ed and kind of just formed what became wild youth which was great so at what point did you realize that music is something you want to do as a career rather than just a hobby i kind of i don't know really i think <laughs> it's just something that like i i knew we're kind of young you know and our friends were like in uh college and stuff but we were just writing songs and then we we put out a song and I think when that like when you kind of heard like all the kind of feelings that you feel for the first time like hearing your song on the radio or putting a show on sale and seeing it sell out or having people kind of maybe come up to you and be like oh, I love your band you know those kind of initial feelings yeah. where you're like oh god maybe this could be something or 
you know, this is kind of a cool feeling where hearing your song on the radio or people sing it back at a show or selling out shows, you know, those kind of things. And I think the kind of the little taste, little tasters you kind of get of those things just makes you so driven and go, okay, I really want to give this a shot, you know, and make this my life. So was there ever a point where you thought, oh, I'm going to do more of a traditional career rather than um, doing something I enjoy like music or have you always just kind of just ended up just going into music from everything i'm sure you yeah definitely probably had days where i'm like <laughs> on college websites seeing if they'll take a, a musician in or applying for jobs but no that's just normal with the kind of industry and you have good days and bad days but no i don't think i've ever kind of been built for the traditional kind of job so it's always kind of been all or nothing for me and i love what i do and thankfully i'm in a lucky enough position to be able to now call up my job yeah definitely however when you feel because obviously with music it's quite difficult to pinpoint the start of your career because especially when you do it when you're younger it kind of feels like you just always done it but from whatever point you feel like your career kind of started properly in the industry how were the first three months of that were they quite rough or were they quite smooth sailing i think it's all such a buzz you know like as i said it's kind of the first time that so many things are happening like the first time you're hearing your song on the radio or the first time you're putting a show on sale and you know like selling selling out shows or first time you're being asked to go on like a tv show or first time so it's all just a total whirlwind you're totally broke and you've no money and just because your song's been played on the radio people suddenly think that you're set for life um but yeah you're totally broke but it's just it's so much fun it's such a buzz it's like your first time kind of being on a tour bus and yeah. you know having a tour manager and going around and playing shows with your best friends and so it was yeah such a great time it still is you know yeah have you always kind of had like a team around you helping you get from kind of like an unknown band to where you are now or did you do anything independently at all yeah we did so much independently yeah. uh kind of everything at the start we did ourselves from like our first releases it was only not that long ago that we kind of signed a deal uh we had kind of done everything ourselves along with our manager and we got a distributor but we set up our own label and we kind of released everything through our own label and we did everything ourselves and yeah, it was kind of we kind of took that as far as we thought we could take that and then we we've partnered up now with a label in the uk which is great you know and they've been brilliant so would you say there was like any specific point in your career where you thought okay like i can actually do this full time now like i don't actually need to end up in a traditional career i can do music for as long as i'd like really i don't know if you ever feel that with music really it's like <laughs> this uh but there's definitely you know parts like signing like a publishing deal deal over here with Universal and then signing a record deal, you know, it gives you that kind of sense of, okay, cool, maybe I could, I can actually make this my job, you know, being a songwriter and being a musician. Yeah, so I suppose it's kind of those things and it's not like that they kind of like nail it down and go, okay, great, now I've done that. I never have yeah. to get a traditional job, but it kind mm -hmm. of got you go, oh, this is cool. I'm just like, I kind of, I'm a nobody from Dublin, but now I've done these kind of things like a publishing deal with a major publishing company like Universal or a record deal and everything. And it's, you know, that kind of gives you a sense of belief that maybe what you're doing is validated in a way. Yeah, it's more just validation, I think. And kind of, I think validation leads to confidence and confidence then leads to like performance and then also allows you kind of room to breathe to kind of lock yourself away in studios and yeah you know but still be able to pay your rent you know yeah uh, but kind of to say that writing and being a musician is your full-time job i mean it's pretty crazy i mean i suppose especially with lockdown how that's kind of like shut down the whole music industry i bet there are quite a lot of musicians that have kind of panicked and thought well am i gonna have to as they say retrain and, and do something For else sure. would they rather be 
actually doing music because that's what they're meant to be doing. Yeah, I know. That's the scary thing. And there's so many talented people I know that kind of have had to retrain. They kind of <laughs> had had to get just jobs where they can't be in the studio as much anymore. And it's a real shame. But hopefully everything just comes around soon. And Yeah, hopefully it all picks back up and then we can actually get back to the music industry and exactly. live and i mean the best part of music is definitely live so it'll be great when we can yeah. actually get that back and i know i know i miss shows so much was there any part like from your whole career where you thought i oh, know like this could go downhill or this is like a really like kind of the scariest moment for you yeah like every day probably <laughs> um, no i think you know i think there's times through what we're going through now you're like will we ever play a show again you know it's like will it ever go back to normal where it's like people in a kind of room all kind of packed in together you know like and you kind of have fears and anxiety over the fact that like that you're like worried that that might never come back and anyone you meet is talking about how you know they're just giving you different pieces of information someone told me there wasn't going to be live shows till 2024 um, but then like someone told me there could be live shows by May and it's like you're just getting all this different information yeah I think this has been a very scary time for all musicians and even like I think for us it's like even putting out new music it's such a great feeling but we used to like play songs live before we put them out and gauge like from crowds like different songs that people liked or you would put a song out and then you would go and you would do shows and you would see crowds yes. interaction with those songs or singing the lyrics back and you're like, oh, it's cool. The song's really connecting. Whereas yes. now it's like you put it out and you've kind of no gauge really, which is hard, you know? So it's been, I think this has been a very scary time for all musicians, no yeah, matter how you, big or small you are. Yeah, definitely. Would you say that is kind of completely altered the way that you now like release and distribute music at the moment especially because i mean like you say usually you release tour and you can kind of see exactly how it's working with people has it changed it quite quite um, drastically yeah i think i'm a little less protective about what we release i'm more just like why wouldn't we like if we have a song and it's there i'm like why wouldn't we put it out you know what i mean it's yeah. like i'm just kind of more free-spirited in terms of like just kind of if the song's there and like we're proud of them just put them out you put them out all the time whereas whereas before i'd be like oh no i want to make sure it's perfect you know yeah now i'm just a little bit less less guarded I suppose now like social media kind of has to be like such a huge factor in getting your song out there rather than all the other aspects that you could use before would you say that um like social media has helped a lot or any differently compared to usual or is it just kind of the same just minus the actual in-person um, interaction stuff yeah, i think it's definitely helped it's a way of keeping engaged and keeping in contact with people that follow your band or come to your shows and you know being able to still talk to them and engage with them online has been a huge thing because if we didn't have that then we would just have no engagement with anyone really because like the people that you would normally see at your shows and after your shows or hang out with you would just never see them you know if yeah. you didn't if we didn't have online or if you weren't able to go live every now and then and chat to people um so yeah it's been massively important yeah i suppose it's very now is like such a crucial time to actually make sure you're interacting with fans and kind of getting that personal bond that you would get at an actual gig that you're not exactly. getting at the moment yeah. have you guys done any of like the virtual gigs or have you considered it um or like some people have been doing where they do gigs at a venue and then live stream it have you can considered doing yeah. that yeah i think we've done some uh we did some for charities and to be honest i like i think there's things like you know nile has done his virtual gig that was always incredible and obviously raised a huge amount of money yeah uh, and i think they're great i think for us we just love playing for a crowd so much it's very hard but never say never i'm kind of more so holding out hope that maybe things can get back to normal sooner rather than later hopefully yeah
I suppose it's kind of hard to kind of mimic the atmosphere that you get at an actual gig. It's online. impossible. It's impossible. It's we, 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 we totally as a band feed off a crowd and we feed off energy and that's where our whole life kind yeah. of performance comes from. So well, going back to like kind of everything you've been doing, is there anything you look back on and you think, Oh, I wish I did that differently or I waited or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's uh, lots of things, but like, I think it's all about growing and learning and you know learning from those mistakes and trying not to make them again that's the most important thing but i think yeah you know there's there's no musician in the world i don't think that would turn around and tell you because it's such an unknown world and there's kind of no structure to it yeah and there's no right or wrong ever so there's no musician in the world that would tell you that they haven't made a decision somewhere along their career that they don't look back on and go i wish i didn't make that but yeah. by making that making that mistake, you learn from it and then you move forward. And then next time something like that comes around, you just don't make the same mistake twice, you know? Exactly. I suppose everything kind of happens for a reason and any step that's taken exactly. kind of shapes how your career is today. So it's, Exactly. It's all great moves. Um, so obviously looking back on everything, you've done a lot. Like you've done tours all over the shop. You've had so many great songs being released. Um, would you say there's any like specific highlight of your career for you that you look back and think, I'm really proud of that? Honestly, kind of, I think through this lockdown, it's given so much time to look back on everything we've done as a band. I'm kind of super proud of everything that we've done. Sometimes when you're in the moment, you're always striving for more and you kind of, you don't ever take the time to sit back and assess kind of everything that you've done. And, you know, if we would have taught like a little band from Ireland and we would have done tours around Europe and we would have played the Albert Hall, we would have played our national stadium, Crow Park, sell out like shows in the Olympia, play the three arena in Ireland and, you know all these different things like this one of our favorite festivals in ireland electric picnic and we got to play the main stage last yeah. summer support artists like you said mumford and sons the script uh nile zara larson all the west like, like all these different people you know it's kind of nice in a way to have this time and reflect on everything that we have done and just to be super proud of it all obviously like as you said you've worked with a lot of really cool artists is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you look at and think okay that's a goal i'd love to work with those that person yeah, Tyler, the creator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Big Tame and Pala. Yeah, there's so many. Honestly, the list is. The list, yeah, and I love uh, I love collaboration and I love touring with other artists. So yeah, definitely. I feel like collaboration is a huge key, especially or I mean, in 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 any industry that you're in, is so important to collaborate and kind of share your ideas with other people absolutely um so obviously you guys have been uh, releasing like quite a few singles over lockdown and everything like that do you guys have anything more in the works that's coming out or is it just everything out at the moment yeah no we've a bunch of new music ready to go we've got more singles lined up we've an ep ready yes. to go and currently i'm actually just outside the studio now that's probably why you've been able to hear noise in and out um, so it's like back in writing more new stuff so yeah, yeah it's just going to be until we can play shows we're just going to constantly keep putting out new music well obviously you said you're in the studio right now writing do you do you have any like specific kind of technique or method when it comes to writing a song or do things just like come to you randomly you have to note it down how do you go about that honestly it could be anything it can be like i could be in a shop and i'm walking around with my phone and i'm singing in like as a voice <laughs> memo that comes to my head and people think i'm i'm crazy uh or it can be a song title or it could be a lyric idea or a concept or it could be absolutely nothing and i could just go into the studio and start playing the piano and just see what comes there's kind of no real set way for me of how i write it's kind of just naturally kind of letting things come uh but always just trying 
to be inspired by anything and listening the whole time to cool things that people say or just little things that maybe could be a title of a song that sparks an idea into life yeah. yeah just kind of being like a sponge and absorbing everything and then just trying to make trying to make the best music i can yeah so do you try and take kind of like different inspirations from like a range of different artists and people in your life um yeah more so people in my life music? and conversation yeah and just like you know by by sitting down with a friend and having a beer and just openly talking about something in your life and you just have an open discussion and suddenly someone could say something and that could totally spark an idea like yeah. it could be a title of a song or it could be anything. See, I feel like everything can kind of spirals into one thing and you can get so many creative ideas from just the simplest things. So it's great, especially yeah. being able to sit down and just have like such a good conversation with somebody and then you can kind of just get so much inspiration from it alone. Yeah, it's amazing. It's great. So one last question that we do like to ask everybody is, do you have a big goal, like a place where obviously if everything doesn't go kind of not too well with um, Corona or everything like that, if everything goes smooth sailing... Uh, is there a big goal or place you'd love to see yourself in a year's time? Um, I would just hope that we can continue doing what we're doing and putting out music and to have people that still want to come and see our shows and continue to tour and in a year's time to still be able to call this our job. That's kind of year by year. I always consider, I think we all consider ourselves very lucky that we get to do this and we get to call this our job. So it's, that's kind of our goal for every year. It's just obviously to grow it, maybe be go to places yeah. we've never been or play in places we've never played in, but to just continue to travel and play shows and tour and release music. That's our dream every year. And once we do that for the rest of our lives, we'll be very happy. Yeah, that would be amazing. Do you have any like specific country or festival or something? Because obviously you guys have played quite a lot of festivals. Do you have anything like that specific that you're like, that's a big goal, I'd love to be at that point one day? I think Glastonbury is kind of the one for everyone, yeah. isn't it? Or you know Coachella or like Rock and Rio yeah it's there's so many but yeah I'd love to I'd love to go to Asia America and obviously South America would be a real dream for me yeah would you say your like kind of main area at the moment is like all of the UK and everything like that yeah yeah amazing well um thank you so much for coming on speaking to us today um, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you and where they can hear all of your stuff yeah it's on all social media platforms and it's banned wild you so, amazing thank you so much well thank you so much thank you for having me